You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is going on? Welcome back to Bear With Me, a Chicago Bears podcast hosted by yours truly, Robert Schmitz, right here on the Windy City Gridiron Podcasting Network. And today we are talking about the now 221st pick in the NFL draft, the second in the Bears Gatling gun, three picks in 11 slots, as the Bears have drafted wide receiver Daz Newsom out of North Carolina. Now, I know... I know nothing about this guy. I'm just going to come completely clean. So thankfully, we've got WCG's lead draft analyst, Jacob Infante, with us to tell us a little bit about the pick. Jacob, who is Daz Newsom? And should I be excited about him? Yeah, so Daz Newsom is a tale of testing numbers versus tape. Because you and I were talking about it right before we started hitting record. Uh, Daz Newsom really didn't test too well at his pro day. And... That's something I'm going to have to, you know, look back on and see, oh, was he hurt? Was he battling through something? What was exactly what was going on? Because he didn't run too well. He ran a 4.59 at 5'10", 190 pounds, and his agility numbers weren't all that great. But that's weird because of how explosive he looks on tape. Pound for pound, I think if you're looking for a guy who can make moves after the catch, Newsom was probably your best bet out of the guys available. Uh, just his lateral quickness that he shows his ability to stop and start on a dime and to accelerate quickly in his first step after catching the ball is really impressive. And that makes it really easy for him uh, to make guys miss in the open field and to break free for big gains. Uh, Is he a polished route runner? I don't think so. I think there's still a lot of work to be done with him from a developmental standpoint, Uh, but he's athletic on film, accelerates well off the ball. He's got solid deep speed. Shifty. He's a guy I, I like in the slot. I think, you know, North Carolina played him, you know, on the outside a little bit as well, but I think he's best suited in the slot, uh, which kind of put, you know, fits him in as, you know, depth for, you know, after Anthony Miller and because Anthony Miller hasn't been traded at this point. I highly doubt anything's going to come to fruition at this stage. Uh, but yeah, Newsom, solid hands, more physical at the catch point than you'd expect. Uh, very good body control and ball skills raw as a route runner, maybe not super physical against press coverage and, you know, battling through hand usage against, his, you know, through his stems, but he's a guy I liked in the fifth round. So for him to be available, especially late in the sixth, I think is really good value. And are there other receivers I had a little bit higher uh, who were still on the board at this time? Sure. But Newsom is still one of, you know, the top receivers I had on my board. So I'm not going to complain. I think they needed to upgrade that wide receiver position. Newsom's a solid guy, I think, can be a rotational player in this offense. 
Makes sense. I'll tell you, all I really know about Newsom is what I read immediately after the pick. And obviously, Kentley Platt's raw athletic score card of Newsom popped up. And on a scale of 1 to 10, Newsom scored a 2.18, running a 4.47 40-yard dash, which is not phenomenal. Actually, look, I'm not even going to pretend to interpret this thing because I think he ran a 4.59, not a 4.9 or 4.47. Yes, yes. So he ran a 4.5940. A two or a 2.66 second 20 yard split. He's obviously not that big or heavy a guy. His or his agility metrics were not phenomenal with a 7.38 second three cone and so on and so forth. Like you said, it's a story of tape versus numbers. So my question, I guess, Jacob is, should I be worried that he's going to get to the NFL and prove to be kind of just a guy? Because at least Javon Wims was a big wide receiver. So even if he wasn't phenomenal at the position, you could always count on the stuff that you can't teach. When it comes to Newsom, though, obviously sitting at 190 with like a 5'10 inch frame, he's not a big guy. He's not Darnell Mooney explosive. He doesn't have almost anything I could point to and say, well, he's really good at that physically. Do you think his intangibles really have the opportunity to separate him at the NFL level? I feel like it can. And, you know, I will preface again, I feel like the numbers that he put up don't necessarily match who he is on tape and play speed, I think does weigh out over testing numbers. And we, as you know, these armchair analysts, so to speak, only have so much data uh, in terms of game speed and miles per hour and all that. Uh, So again, we don't, we're not going to know as much about that as these NFL teams do. And I'm sure the bears definitely did their homework in that regard. Uh, I think that he's he's a smart player, and that helps him out. I don't feel like – and I do – and again, I'm saying I think he's more athletic than how he tested, but I think that it's also his quickness in diagnosing holes, you know, after the catch and determining, oh, this is the movement I should make to extend the play, to avoid defenders, and to pick up extra yards. I do feel like that helps him out a little bit, and I do feel like that's something that isn't necessarily measured – uh, in that pro day and just the quickness and decisiveness that we should, we've seen with Des Newsom watching him on film. Uh, I think that's, you know, pretty apparent. So there is a possibility that he's just another guy at the next level. I feel like there are other receivers in this class who have a higher ceiling than he does. Maybe like a Tamori and Terry out of Florida state or a Josh Amaterbebe out of Illinois. But I think Daz Newsom is a solid reliable rotational guy. I don't know exactly how much better he's going to be than that. And only time will tell if he's able to truly break out like a Darnell Mooney type did for the bears last year. But worst case you're using a fifth, uh, not a fifth, a a six round pick, which, you know, is even better uh, on a receiver. If he's a rotational guy, if he has a spot in your offense, that's a, a six round pick well spent, honestly. So if he can develop into that type of player, just even a rotational guy, I think that's a solid move here for the Bears. I mean, that's the key here, right? This is not what they traded up for in the second round. This is not what they traded up for in the first round. This is a sixth round pick. So if he can do just about anything, Darnell Mooney being a great example of a guy the Bears traded up for in the fifth round, they identified their guy. Mooney not just flashed as a rookie, but looks to me that he's got some fixable things in his game that if he takes that next step, which is very reasonable, he could be, I don't want to call anybody a star, 
star for fear of being a homer, but Darnell Mooney looks like he could really pop off. When I look at Newsom, if I was going to put on my tinfoil hat, right? I would say that of all the years to maybe look at testing numbers with a grain of salt, it might be this one. Because all these numbers, if I have understood it, are coming out of pro days. And look, not to be that guy, Jacob, you tell me, but I have seen a whole lot of generational testing numbers, like a lot more than usual, that could very well be due to friendly stopwatches. And when schools around the country are operating with friendly stopwatches, it just takes one to operate, quote unquote, normally to push their guys' numbers down the board. If Newsom can actually flash, a, let's let's say a raw athletic score of closer to five and a half or six, then everything that you're talking about intangible on tape really could mean something. And sure, I would have loved to see the Bears go with a guy like Cade Johnson, even though I know very little about the draft. He's just somebody I've heard a lot about. But hey, I'll let the Bears prove me wrong in this case. And at worst case scenario, it's a sixth round pick. Now, there's one more thing about Newsom I want to ask you about before we close, Jacob. Does he have any value on special teams, namely in a returning role? Yeah, he does, actually. Uh, and, and that's something that I think probably fits in here because we look at Khalil Herbert. Uh, he has experience as a kick returner. Daz Newsom uh, took on a considerable role as a punt returner for North Carolina, especially over his last three years there. Uh, he returned to punt for a touchdown, I want to say, in 2018. Uh, and he was also taking on a, a decent amount of returns in that regard uh, in 2019 and 2020 as well. So is he the kind of guy who's going to start as a returner? I don't know, but he has that special teams experience. And if you're looking for a late round target like that, I don't really think you can go wrong. I think that having a guy who at the very least knows how to play on special teams is helpful because, you know, you can figure if he makes the roster, he's the kind of guy who can make it onto the roster and have a role on special teams right away. It's not like a sort of Javon Wims or a Riley Ridley where they really don't have that special teams experience and they don't really know exactly how that third phase works. At worst case, I think Daz Newsom is a, you know, he can be a solid enough special teamer, which again, in the sixth round, that's not necessarily a bad investment by any means. Look, when it comes to the Chicago Bears and punt returning or kick returning, I've always thought it's kind of a funny conversation. Let's focus on punt returning here for a little bit because they went from what I think was one of the best punt returners in the league to, after an injury, a guy who just refused to catch the ball. I mean, they went from, I think, probably an A, A-minus punt returner all the way down to a flat-out F. So you know what? If the Bears want to protect their investment with Tariq Cohen, they want to get somebody like Daz Newsom that's just going to handle punt returns, and that's what he's there to do. If he gets on the field on offense, that's great. I am a-okay with it. This is the point where we just saw run on long snappers, Jacob. The standard is low. Like, at this point, if the Bears pick Newsom as a punt returner first, wide receiver second, I'm fine with it. All he's got to do is serve that role well. Don't fumble and we can all move forward. Give me some final thoughts before we move on, because I know Thomas Graham just got picked, and we are itching to get on him. Yeah, Daz Newsom again. I've prioritized saying this. Don't be too afraid because of the pro day numbers. He's a guy you watch on film. He's a lot more explosive than that four five nine makes him seem. Again, is he the highest upside guy? No, but I think that the floor is relatively high with him because he has that vision 
those instincts after the catch and that shiftiness and ability to change direction well. So he plays hard. He plays with a high speed. He's got special teams value. This is a pick that, you know, I like a decent amount here in round six. Awesome. That's great. Jacob, thanks so much for walking me through it. I feel like I understand Daz Newsom, which I mean, that's next door neighbor to Dez. Dez Bryant obviously was amazing in Dallas. That's a city I grew up in. So I heard a lot of Dez conversation. Rock solid name. Sounds like a solid player. It'll just be a matter of whether or not he lives up to that NFL level and can take that next step. But hey, we will all be there to see it happen as it does. And until next time, Bears fans, bear down. Thanks so much for bearing with us.